The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. So who is your Valentine today? Who is your... Somebody said Jesus. You're laughing. That's actually a very good choice, <laughs> if you ask me. Help me look at your neighbor and say, who is your Valentine? I mean, that's asked my Valentine. Who is your Valentine? Ask your neighbor, do you have Valentine? Do you have... Or you're just solo? Please tell your neighbor, Lola, you know, no lorry, 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 raw spirit in the house this morning. We're in the house of God. Just tell us the truth. <laughs> Who is your Valentine? Let me encourage everybody. Everyone has a Valentine, or at least you can have. Remember, we are talking about love. Mrs. Foster in the um, red zone hit it on the head. A lot of confusion about these things is about misunderstanding. If you understand that what we are celebrating or what the world is celebrating today is love. A different way to interpret that question is who do you love or who loves you? And every human being has at least somebody that loves them. And I believe every human being should be able to find somebody to love. Honestly, if you can't find somebody to love, the simple truth is this, you are the one that has a problem. If you can't find 8 billion people on the face of the earth, okay, you live in Nigeria, 200 million people in Nigeria, Oh, okay, you're only in Lagos. 30 million people in Lagos. And you can't find one person to love. Habba. In fact, that's the original Lori Ross spirit. You are lying. You are lying. <laughs> Everybody can find a Valentine or can have a Valentine and should have a Valentine. You should. Glory be to God. Even if the only reason is that you are responding to God's love. We've been learning from the book of Ruth. And one of the things we shared recently was when Ruth met Boaz, who became her future husband. And he, he, he prophesied, well not knowing, he spoke over her that God will give you a full reward. One of the things I thought was the way she responded to that prayer. That's one lesson some of you have not yet learned. You need to respond. When God loves you, you should respond. When the word of God is preached to you, you should respond. When prayer is made over your life, you should respond. It's a powerful way to receive what was said. When Ruth and Boaz met, they did not know they were going to get married. When she stepped into Boaz's field and was reaping, the um, gleaning the harvest and reaping what the reapers left behind because she was the poor. That was what God told them to do there. And we, 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 we taught a very powerful principle from that. Never spend all the money that God, all the harvest God brings into your hand. Learn to think about the poor. This is my own revelation concerning that truth. The person that eats his harvest, everything, and doesn't leave some for the poor to come behind and glean, which Boaz did, 
in that place for Ruth. He's oppressing the poor. And the book of Proverbs talks about not oppressing the poor. That's another lesson for another day anyway. When she came into this, she didn't know he was going to be her husband. He didn't know she was going to be her wife. When he saw her and he met her, he just I had heard about how you loved your mother-in-law. And you left everything and you followed him. And then he just prayed and prophesied over her. He did not know he was praying and prophesying over his future wife. They did not, both of them did not imagine the beauty that God was going to bring into their life. That they would be joined to the lineage of Christ. But it's important to know that she responded. And she prayed her own prayer. Well, I mean, we, we, we brought a prayer out of that. So if you are loved by God, and every human being on the face of the earth is loved by God. Let's look at that from scriptures. I wasn't planning to do that this morning, but let's just emphasize that again. Romans chapter 5. And I believe most of us are familiar with this. Glory be to God. Every human being is loved by God. Glory, glory be to God. Romans 5, from verse 6. For when we were still without strength, talking about when we were sinners, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. We're going to be talking about righteousness. We're going to tie this up there. That's one of the major themes we're exploring in church this month. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone will even dare to die. But God demonstrates his love towards us. All men, all men that were without strength, all men that were sinners, all men that had nothing lovable about them, God demonstrates his love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And then he begins to talk about the excellence of that much more. We, we, we started exploring that. The life we now have. The grace we have now received, the righteousness we have now received is a much more grace. It's an excelling grace. And that's why we can excel in life. Today can be better than yesterday much because of much more, because of that much more there. This year can be better than last year because what I've received is much more. Hallelujah. And that's why I can have hope. I can have hope no matter the valley of shadow of death I've walked through or I'm walking through. I can from today have hope because I've received much more. Praise God forevermore. Now, anybody that can receive that love, you have a valentine. And if you can respond to that love, and there are basic ways to respond to it. Number one, you can love God back. Praise God. And you can love other people. If you have a spouse, love your spouse. In response to the love that God showed you. Ah, he did something I didn't like. You were a sinner, a rascal when God loved you. Without strength was the spiritual, political, politeness way to say it. What they are saying there is that you were a rascal. You were a sinner when Jesus loved you. So that's just a cop-out to be saying you can't love someone because of something bad they did. No. 
you can love someone, even if they did wrong. Now, how you express that love may require some wisdom. Some people, you need to distance yourself from them for a while. In love. So I'm not asking you to be foolish. The Bible says you should be wise as a serpent. But do it in love. Praise God. Do it in love. You can love people back. You can love your children. Hello. I'm going to give you a long list of people you can choose as your Valentine today. So those of you that woke up and came to this service that you didn't know your Valentine, you are going to be without excuse. You can love your extended, that's your nuclear family. Love your extended family members. Love your neighbors that live in that compound with you, that house with you, that commune. Find, just find someone. Hallelujah. You can love people in this church where we've been celebrating our associate ministers and we are challenging everyone. Love, love our associate ministers. This year is the year of the associate ministers. Love them. If you need somebody to love, you can walk up to a pastor after service today and associate minister, you are my Valentine today or you are one of my Valentine. And you know you can have more than one. Can I hear a loud amen? And of course, you can love the brethren in the church. You can love your colleagues at work, your colleagues in school. You can even love your enemies. The Bible teaches that. That's how far we can go. Every one of us, somebody shout that includes me. You can find someone to love. And on a day like this, that this world is celebrating love, Surely, we that are love natures and are loved by God should be able to demonstrate that. Perhaps if we did it a lot better than we are doing it, we will win more of the world to our side than we are currently doing. Hallelujah. I just want to quickly exhort us briefly. I don't have too much time. But like I said on Wednesday during the midweek service, and I want to encourage everyone, if you are not yet joining our midweek service, please do. We go a little deeper in the teachings than we do on Sunday morning. It's online. This is the 21st century. It's a post-COVID world. A lot of things are going to be happening online. Online. You have to get yourself there. And that's just the simple truth. If you don't, you will be left behind. So organize yourself. If... Um, Leaders in small groups can help to encourage people and help people. Please do that. We're going to be doing a lot of things online. I said on Wednesday, one of the things we need is a relationships reset or relationships excellence. That's one of the things we talked about. We listed five things. You, everybody needs a financial reset. In this year that God has restart, sorry, that God has told us to restart, that's a powerful prophetic word. And prophecy doesn't fulfill itself. That's why you need to do everything you can to make sure the prophecy is moving on your inside. Get emblems that will help you remember. Like I said, this is my dress code for this month. I'm trying to get into the flow of what the Spirit is saying. Consciously, I need a restart. We all need a restart. That is how you can excel. I can experience much more. Thank God for where I am. And even if you are in a very, very bad place, still thank God for where you are that you have not died. To him that is joined to the living, there is hope. Things can get better. For that to happen, God is challenging us to restart. Everything you are doing, particularly the major aspects of your life, 
Do it better. Do it bigger. Do it bolder. It can get better. You have the much more spirit, much more grace, much more righteousness, much more favor, much more love, much more power from God in your life. Much more than anything you are going through, much more than sin and death, much more than the devil, much more than COVID-19. Hallelujah. That's why you can reign and excel. You can excel, that means make progress, move forward. One of the areas in our lives where we need that is in our relationships. Oh, hallelujah. And I think we should trigger that consciously on this Valentine's Day. Everyone should commit to restart in all your relationships. Particularly your vital relationships. Your marriage should restart. You and your spouse should sit down. How can this marriage be better? How can it be sweeter? What can we change? I gave you three keys on Wednesday. Looking at it from the financial perspective, and we're going to be focusing on financial and material restarts Wednesdays throughout this month and possibly next month. In fact, most likely those two months. This month, we are focusing on the spiritual part of it, the generosity dimension of it. That's the engine of financial prosperity taught in the Bible. You need to be a generous person, sir. And what that means is this. You need to be more generous in 2021 than you were in 2020. Excel. You can be much more. So that's what we are dealing with next month. This month, midweek service. Using the nature and the force and the gift of righteousness, the much more gift of righteousness that we have received, to excel financially. You can. That's what Abraham did. We studied that text, Isaiah 51 on Wednesday. That's what, that was the summary of Abraham's life. When Isaiah gave that prophecy, and he told us, look to Abraham. God said, when I met him, he had nothing. But he followed after righteousness. That was because Abraham believed when he had nothing. I mean, that song was so powerful. You say, I'm loved, I don't feel a thing. You say, I'm strong when I'm weak, and I believe. Abraham believed, and the Bible said, God accounted it to him for righteousness. He received that much more. And he became much more. Hallelujah. You will become much more in Jesus' name. Amen. Talking about the excellence of righteousness. But it's not just financially. So we're going to look at the spiritual dimension. But next month we look at the natural dimension. How you can use your career to excel. Business, work, managing money and all those things. There are practical natural things you can do. But that's just one aspect of your life. It's not enough to have all the money in the world. What does it gain the, a man to, um, to gain the world and lose his soul? So spiritual reset is important. Relationship reset, which I, I want to quickly dwell on today before I close, is important. Health reset. Hey, if anything compromises this physical body, you are out of here, sir. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. You have to take care of this vessel. You have to, look, those of you that are over 40, you better start taking your health a little more seriously. A little more seriously. I keep telling us, we are the old, now that God has given us the new. <laughs> you are not as young as you used to be. You need a health reset. 
I ate something I shouldn't have eaten yesterday night. Let me report myself. I saw that wave that finger at me this morning. I had to eat it when she had slept because if she was awake, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have been allowed. <laughs> but it was just small. <laughs> Everybody needs a health reset. Let me quickly close. Relationship reset. Somebody shout, I need a reset in my relationships. And I need to excel in my relationships. Praise God. Now, we laid this very briefly on Wednesday. To excel, you need to restart. That's the charge that God is giving us. See, it's not just a prophetic word as in what God is doing. It's also a call to action. So God is challenging you and I to restart. And to restart, oftentimes, there is a necessary requirement to reset. In fact, usually when the reset is not put in place, there is no restart. You are still doing what you were doing last year or two years ago or three years ago. And the implication of that is this, my brother, my sister, you are going to get the same results you got yesterday. Hello? So we need to recalibrate in the way we handle our relationships so that we can excel and enjoy the better future that God has for us. Everyone has a better future. Particularly everyone in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Let let's look at that text as we close. To excel, you need to restart. A restart will of necessity require you to reset. Shout out loud this morning, I need to reset some things. In the relationships, I'm not hearing somebody's voice. I need to reset some things in the God-ordained relationships in my life. Particularly those ones. Particularly those ones. And it will make your life better. Verse 17. Look, this is the matching order here. From verse 17 to verse 21. Quickly, let's run through it. And we'll wrap up this morning. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Newness is now available to you. 2021 can indeed be a new year if you are in Christ. New means something different from the old. Praise God. And he says it right there, all things have passed away, all things have become new. That's not just a one-time experience when you got born again. It's something that is now part and parcel of your life. You can keep having newness. Financially speaking, relationship speaking, it can keep getting new and new, better and better in Christ. That's actually the power of that righteousness working. That's much more righteousness. You will see it in the text. He connected all that together. Newness is connected to righteousness. That's what we are, we, are, we are sharing here. Now, all things are from God, or all these new things. Our relationship with God in Christ affords us new things from God. Revelation 21 was one of the texts we read from verses 5 to 7. Praise God. All these new things are from God, verse 18, who has reconciled us to himself. Now, the first thing I want you to see here is this. 
This newness that is available, it's a function of our relationship with God. He's talking about the righteousness we have. We said righteousness is a right standing or a right relationship with God. A father-child relationship that causes the father to see you as right no matter what you do. God now sees you like Jesus, loves you like Jesus. The same way a parent will, the, the baby will look right even when the baby does a very nasty poo-poo. Permit me, please. I can't think of any other good example here and I'm running out of time. Now, if that baby does that at the age of 24, <laughs> you know it will be another story. But in that phase, the baby is always right. Now, this one, there's no age limit. Before God, we are always right. In Christ, in, not in our flesh, not in our Nigerian nature, na um, nation or in our job or career, in Christ. So we need to live out of that place and function from that place. We need and in Christ's righteousness, consciousness. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. He has reconciled us to himself through Christ Jesus. Watch this. And he has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. So there is the relationship we have with God and everything flows from that. But it's not supposed to end there. Many times you look at this thing from the perspective of soul winning alone, and that's important. But it goes beyond soul winning. I want you to look at it from the context of relationships here. There's my relationship with God, which everything flows from. Then there's my relationship with the world, and that's other men. Hallelujah. I'm talking about a relationship reset here. I'm talking about relationship newness. Are you still with me this morning? Verse 19, that is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and he has committed to us. God has given you and I a, relation, a responsibility, committed to us the word of reconciliation. Praise God. We have been reconciled with him. He wants others to be reconciled with him, and he has given us the responsibility to do that. Verse 20. 20. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. Somebody shout, I'm an ambassador for Christ. As though God were pleading through us. Through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. Talking to other people now. And he now ties it up with righteousness again. Verse 21. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. That we might become the righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. So when I'm talking about a relationship reset, I want you to look at it using that scripture as a backdrop. Two things. The vertical relationship I have with God, who is in heaven, for the purpose of this teaching. I know God lives in us as well, but God is in heaven. It, the, the, the vertical relationship that I have with God directly impacts on the relationship I have with the world or with men in the world. And we need a reset. We need to reset our relationship with God, restart our relationship with God, renew our relationship with God, make it better, make it sweeter, make it richer. And that's where it all starts. And by the help of God, reset and restart in our relationship with other men in the world. Everyone, starting with your spouse and your children in your nuclear family to your extended family, 
to your neighbors where you live, your colleagues at work, members of this church. Oh, hallelujah. Every key person God brings to your life, you should walk towards restarting and renewing and refreshing your relationship. That is what restart means. That is what restart means. And I'm praying to God that this Valentine's Day, rise on your feet as we wrap up this morning, somebody will make a fresh commitment to restart where all your relationships, particularly your vital relationships are concerned. Praise God. Let me go back to the Ruth story. Ruth restarted, as it were, her relationship with Naomi, took it to a deeper level of commitment. Upper turned back. In the heat of the moment, Ruth took it to another level, renewed the commitment. Where you go, I go. Your God will be my God. Where you die, I die. Stop telling me to leave you. She, she took it for that. Opa was presented with the opportunity to restart. She turned back. You will not make wrong choices that you will live to regret in Jesus' name. You know men are important in your life. Luke 6.38 Men shall give unto your bosom. God is going to use men no? For many, 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 many things. If Ruth did not go to Bethlehem with Naomi, she would never have met Boaz. Boaz was the man God was going to use to give much more into her life. I mean, Naomi was the person God was going to use to bring that much more of Boaz into her life. So I know there's somebody around your life. Maybe it's a pastor. Maybe it's a neighbor. Maybe it's a mentor. Maybe it's a colleague at work that God has planned to use to bring great blessings into your life. Put up that Luke 638 on the board for us. Men will, this year, men will give into your bosom. But how you relate with them, <laughs> let me rephrase it. How you restart and reset your relationship is going to make all the difference. You will not miss out on the great and mighty things that God has for you. Lift your voice. I'm going to pray two prayers today. Number one, God grant me a reset in my relationship with you. Lift your hands to heaven because everything flows from there. Everything flows from there. Help me to restart my work with you. John said our fellowship is with the Father. John chapter 1, 1 John chapter 1. And at the end of the day, he said that we have this fellowship so that our joy can be full in all things. Pray that prayer. We have just a minute or two. Lord, help me this season to have a restart in my work with you. Some of you need a prayer restart. Some of you need a worship restart. Some of you need a word restart. Your work with the word needs to improve this year. Pray that prayer, Lord, grant me a restart. That vertical relationship, this righteousness that I have with you, help me. Some of you need revelation in righteousness. A greater consciousness of your rights with God, your relationship with God, your fellow fellowship with God. 30 more seconds to pray that prayer. Lord, help me to restart and to reset as I ought in my walk with you. This year, this year, this season of restart, help me to catch the flow of the Spirit to restart as I ought with you. One more minute, oh, 30 more seconds, pray that prayer. That's the most important relationship in your life. Your number one Valentine ought to be Jesus 
oh God, he loves you. You should love him in return. Lord, grant me a restart with you. God is my valentine. Jesus is my valentine. The Holy Ghost is my valentine. And then pray, Lord, help me to restart with the men you have put in my life. Put up that Luke 638 again. Put it up. The men that are ordained to give unto my bosom. Oh, this is not just financial. In fact, it's not a financial scripture. It's a blessing scripture. The Naomi's that are supposed to bring the Boaz's into my life. Oh, the, the, the Philip that is supposed to lead me to Jesus. The Peter that is supposed to lead me to Jesus. Oh, Shataka. The Barnabas that is supposed to lead the Saul to the apostles. Lord, the men that are to, 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 to bring into my bosom this year. Help me, God, to restart to refresh, to renew in my relationships with men, my love work with men. Come on, pray. Short prayer. There are people that God has set to bless you this year. You need a restart in your relationship with them. A restart in all my vital relationships. The vertical one with God, the horizontal one with men. Pray it, pray it, pray it, pray it. The vertical one with God, the horizontal ones with men. Lord, help me so I will not disconnect from the people I'm supposed to be connected to. So that I will walk with the people I'm supposed to walk with. He that walks with the wise will be wise. But a companion of fools will be destroyed. Shataka, blessed is that man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seats of the scornful. Lord, help me to reset and restart in my relationships with men this year. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Your number one Valentine is God. I want to emphasize and close on that this minute, this morning. Everything depends on your righteousness with God in Christ Jesus. Talking about excellence. Everything. If you are not in Christ and you don't have the privilege of this relationship and fellowship with God, it greatly limits, and I can even say it makes it impossible for you to excel the way God has ordained for you to excel. Lift your hands to God. I just want you to love on God for a minute or two this morning. H.O.P., please come up. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love. I'm sure you know that old song. With Jesus. This year I'm restarting. I'm falling in love with Jesus. I'm restarting in my love walk with God. It's the greatest thing I've ever done. It's the best thing I've ever done. Projection, if you can put up the lyrics of that old song for us quickly. Falling in love with Jesus. Somebody reset and reconnect again this morning. With Jesus. 
best thing I've ever, ever done. One more time. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Somebody consciously sing that song. Renew your commitment and your love to God. Tell God this morning, you are my Valentine. One more time, falling in love with Jesus. 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 It's the best thing I've ever done. I feel protected. Oh, in his arms, I feel protected. In his arms, I'm never disconnected. In his arms, I'm never disconnected. Oh, in his arms, I feel protected. It's the best thing I've friend most beautiful that's who you are Jesus most beautiful you are my dearest father you're my closest friend most beautiful With God this morning, sing that simple song with us. Most beautiful, you are, you are most simple they're going to put the lyrics on the screen you can shut your eyes or if you need to see it open your eyes I want us to sing this part love makes life beautiful listen I'm so in love with you you're beautiful so beautiful 
fix my eyes on you. I fix my eyes on you. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. So beautiful. So beautiful. That's all. I'm so in love with you. I'm so in love. I'm so in love. Let's put up the lyrics for us. You're beautiful. Sing it to God this morning. Jesus, we give you praise. We thank you for this privilege to be in love with you. This door you have opened for one and for all. The only people that don't walk in love with God are people that are not interested. Because God has taken the first step. He has loved us. He has loved us. All any man, any woman, any boy and girl has to do is to receive that love. And you can love God back. And love other men. And you will be amazed at the beauty that God will decorate your life with. With just one look. Everything changes. I'm captivated. I'll never be the same. We don't have time. <laughs> we'll teach them another day. Just one look at Jesus. And just one revelation of his love. Your life will never be the same. We give you praise. Come on, lift your hands and bless God this morning. And make that commitment to restart in your relationships. Let this Valentine's Day trigger that for you. First of all, your horizontal relationship with God. I mean, your vertical relationship with God. And then your horizontal relationships with men. Hallelujah. You can be seated in God's presence. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. 
Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640. 